Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Disney Underground, your experimental podcast of tomorrow. I'm your host, Gene, and today we're joined by the besters of the Midwesterners, besters of the Midwesterners, <laughs> I can't say that sometimes, Dan and Stephanie. Hi! Hi! Oh! <laughs> All right, so guys, it's a special episode today. We're not doing our typical roundtable discussion. We're doing a special kickoff to the holiday season at Disney Springs. It's a three-part episode series that we're doing. So we will be one today, which is Wednesday, December 2nd. There'll be one Friday, which is December 4th. and <laughs> December 4th. And there'll be one Monday, December 7th. And we'll be talking to various different people at Disney Springs, some of the restaurants, some of the shops, and just getting a little bit of insight to what we can expect at the Springs this holiday season. So that should be pretty cool. What do you guys think? Excited to hear? I love Disney Springs during the holidays. It's awesome. Ooh. Big time. I love it all the whole time of year, but like holidays, it just kicks it up a notch with all the sales and different changes uh-huh. to the menus and the decorations. And there's also a few different surprises that they're doing this year that they didn't do in previous years, which we'll find out during the interviews um, that we did. And you know, Gene can be heard during this time of year and you know it's him because you can hear it. Get in my belly! <laughs> Love all the snacks. Love all the snacks. You know that. You know it. So before we get into all the uh, the interviews that we have planned today, there's going to be about four or five today, uh, about another three or four on Wednesday. I'm sorry, on Friday, and then another three or four on Monday. Uh, but before we get into them today, let's talk about some of the sponsors that we have, and we'll get some prizes to give away. First, let's talk about our sponsor this week. It's actually an old friend to the show, uh, the Holiday Candle Company, and they actually are the prize for this week's giveaway, for this week's trivia giveaway, which is a scented candle of ashes of Rome is the theme. So it's basically going to have that scent of, you know, when you're on Spaceship Earth and you could smell... Um, and you're in the, the yeah. Rome part, you can yeah. smell that little, that kind of, that burning kind of a smell, which is really nostalgic for that ride. Well, that's Ashes of Rome. That's this candle. It's actually going to go um, as the trivia prize this week. Uh, I actually have one. I love it. I will burn it every once in a while. So uh, why don't you tell them how to enter, guys? Okay, the way to enter. Make sure you are following our Instagram at the underscore magical underscore lifestyle. Send us a DM with the trivia question answer. And the correct answer enters you in the drawing with a chance to win the prize. One lucky winner will be selected from all contestants with the correct answer. The winner will be announced on next week's episode, which will be uploaded on December 7th. You can answer from right now until Sunday, December 6th at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Good luck. Good luck. I want that candle. That is going to be a lucky winner. Yeah. yeah it's it's actually have, really cool Do you stuff. have a, a new question? I do. What's the question? Would you like to hear it? Yes, I would. <laughs> <laughs> well, since you asked, on the episode, which was uploaded on November 24th, we talked to special guest Chasen Hampton. And the question is, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. What is the name of the Christmas album which he appears? Oh my gosh, I know this one. Did you know it? Yeah, I got it. I hey, got let me ask you a question. That candle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys listened to it yet. I actually already had it downloaded. It's a really, really good album, man. They, yeah. you know, a lot of the classics. I like it a lot. I'm excited to hear it. It's really good. You can get it, you can download it anywhere. Uh, proceeds go, and you can buy it now. You can actually get it in stores, and the proceeds actually go to help a, a couple of charities, one being the Cast Member Pantry. So it's going to help some people in the time of need. All right. So we have some prizes to give away. Uh, we have last week's trivia winner who won the clear bag from. Change your fake creations. That's that uh, Marvel theme clear bags. That way you don't have to empty all your bags when you go through security lines. You can kind of let them see right, you know, right through the bag. The winner of that is Dominic Bevel. So congratulations, Dominic. Congratulations, Dominic. We will uh, we'll be reaching out to you on Instagram and we will get your shipping info. And we'll send you out this clear change your fake creations bag. So congratulations and thanks for uh, for listening. And uh, guys, do you yeah. want to know who won the $150 gift card? Yes, I thought you would never say. I could I could accept that information, yes. <laughs> do you want do you want to take a guess on the first name? Yes. What do you is is it a guy or a girl? It's a it's Ooh. a female. Oh, okay. Okay. I wonder if there's a reason why he's asking us. There's really not. A- oh, okay. <laughs> it's nothing special. I think it's Allison. Janelle Coppin. Oh. One letter off. Oh. <laughs> Congratulations, Janelle. You won the $150 Disney gift card giveaway from our Instagram. So we will also be reaching out to you to get your shipping info. And it looks like she's going to have it just in time for the holidays, man. The best get up to the Disney store. This is the best, best time. Podcast. Who else is doing that? That's a lot. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And we'll have another one in December, and um, there'll be another lucky winner for that one. Maybe Dan will win that one. You know, if I did, <laughs> I'd be buying that new Disney holiday book 
That's I don't know about it. The, oh. the Halloween and Christmas decorations. Oh, I didn't see it. Yeah, it's like it's sixty dollars, cool. so I need that gift card. Well, there was yep. a Black Friday. They didn't. It didn't apply. Oh, yeah. books don't usually. I know. Yeah, yeah. It's a big coffee table book, like three hundred fifty pages, I think. Oh wow, that's very cool. All right, guys. So with that. Uh, we're going to be speaking to a bunch of different people from a couple of different restaurants. Today, specifically, we'll be talking to head chef of CityWorks, Chef Corey Hoekstra. We'll be talking to Mike Crave from Splitsville Luxury Lanes. I always have a hard time saying that. Like, I got to, like, pronunciate it specifically. Splitsville Luxury Lanes. Uh, we also have Chef Mike Tiva in from Wolfgang Puck's Bar and Grill. And we also have Keenan Parnum from The Art Corner. And last but not least, we have Mario Bernal from Haleos. So without further ado, let's get into uh, some of these interviews. You guys ready? Ready. We're ready. All right, let's get go. in my belly. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about some food, right, guys? All right, guys, I hope you enjoy the interviews. Again, these are pre-recorded, so enjoy, and uh, we'll see you again on Friday. Okay, so joining me now from one of my favorite uh, restaurants in Disney Springs, we have Mario Bernal. How you doing? Good, good. How are you? We're doing great. We're glad to have you on our special kickoff to the holiday season episode. First, let me just start off where we get into all what we can expect from Haleo's this season. Chef Jose Andres is just, he's, he's such an inspiration, not even for chefs, just people in general, the stuff that he's done, the humanitarian work. I know he's got, the, he, he won the James Beard Award for, for, for humanitarian of the year. What is it like to work for like, besides the fact that he's a genius with food, to be just a, just a good natured person? What is that like? You know, to be honest, it's, you carry it with pride. Uh, every time you mention anybody oh where do you work oh i work for jose andres and uh, i really care it as a pin of pride everything that he's done for the community but throughout uh, my career with them obviously he has an amazing company and then he also has world central kitchen and i've seen how humanitarian he is but we never imagined that he would do that for our own company with the pandemic and like what it, what would he do with his own uh, company and then how he treated all his employees was just something outstanding and i was just in awe and just extremely proud of uh, being able to work for for him yeah i mean even just the work he did after hurricane maria in puerto rico alone i mean the amount of people he helped uh, and then even through this pandemic I, you know it's crazy so i used to be the gm of one of his restaurants in in washington dc and one day he could be inside the restaurant telling you that he wants x y and z or to correct th one thing and you just chatted with him and then at night he's just doing a, a live feed from wherever they need him in the world. And you're like, oh my God, but I just saw you at the restaurant That's a awesome. few hours ago. And now you are wherever the world needs him. There's no specific place. Uh, he's definitely ahead of the game when it comes to helping um, uh, people in need. And let me just say too, Haleo's is one of my favorite places down there. Even the decor is just cool. It's kind of funky and different. I love it. It's all the reds and whoever did the, the decorating there. It's really cool, man. It's like a different, unique kind of spin on everything. It's it's really cool. Yeah, so the space, obviously, it's, it's, it's really big. You definitely feel not in a confined space, but yeah. really, really big. We have some even tables that it's like a foosball table where guests can actually play foosball while they have dinner. It's really cool. So because there's so many kids here, we, they really love it. We also have like a patio, which is in front of our lake. So, I mean, you, you get a taste of if you're inside the dining room, you love it. And if you're outside in the patio, you're facing the lake. Oh, also we have one side of the dining room. You can actually see the chefs cook in our live pit paella. So they cook with real fire. So anywhere in the restaurant, you'll be, you, you'll have a great time excellent and, you know, and my daughter who actually when you guys first opened up she was there one of the, like one of the first days you guys had opened she went to it and because uh, she happened to be in disney and she raved about it so much she was like next time you go you have to go now she gets up a little different me i always get the carne asada i think it's fantastic <laughs> she gets the uh the paella with the with the toasted pasta uh and the, yes the, the fideos yes yeah. and then it has the shrimp and uh the shrimps for frito she loves yeah. that so, um, but I always, I, it's, it, it's a little too adventurous for me. So I always go, I always go carne asada. The carne asada is <laughs> phenomenal, but the drinks, correct me if I'm wrong, is it ca the castaway Cuban, right? Is that right? Yes. That drink Cuban. is with the pineapple rum. Oh my yes. God. You have to be careful with that one. Cause it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one though. You enjoy it. Yeah. You enjoy the ride. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but, um, and then also the, uh, the dessert, the, uh, the, the pan con, uh, chocolate. Yeah. Wow. Um, you, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> listen, I, <laughs> I used to, I used to be a big fan of, um, RIP, uh, RIP to Bongo's Cuban cafe. That was like one of the places yeah. I used to have to go to every time. And then when they closed, I was kind of like, Oh, that's a bummer. But you guys, and as much as I loved it, you guys took of uh, Latin food and you guys plussed it big time. Like it's light years ahead of where Bongo and, and I love Bongo's. But you guys have gone light years from where even Bongo's was at the time. So I really appreciate it. Again, it's a must eat every time I come. I, I'm one of those people, when I go to, to Disney, because I'm in New York, 
when I come down there, I come down there a few times a year and every night it has to be at someplace different. And I, sometimes I'll go to like, you know, twice in a trip just because there's some places I need to eat. Haleos is one of those places that I need to eat at twice um, when yeah. I'm down there for a, a week, whether it be just, a, you know, maybe at, at Pepe's um, and just get something, you know, quick. Or if it's actually at, you know, the, at the sit down and I'm going to have a long, nice meal, I have to at least get there at least twice to kind of have it, to be able to, to say, I got my, I filled my quota of Haleos for the, for the trip. And again, like, yeah. you're going to get the, the, the castaway Cuban. You can't get it everywhere. So like I get my fill when I'm there. I know. I do definitely love our cocktail menu. It's a, it's supposed to have the salted margarita with the, with the foam mm-hmm. and salted foam. It, it's something that you can't get anywhere. Obviously, you, places in New York and Washington mm-hmm. D.C. But I'm glad we're able to bring some of that to the Orlando scene. Yes. So, and then there's the uh, the 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 uh, ham, the uh, the cured ham shoulder. For my, <laughs> so, you know, listen, I got yes. some I got some recommendations for people that haven't <laughs> been there yet. You got to go and you got to try the, the the. You have two, if I remember correctly, it's two different kinds of ham ham uh, cured ham that you have. So we have the Jamón Ibérico de Bellota, which is... Uh, it's better you say it than me because I'll butcher it. <laughs> this, this ham is amazing. It's, um, it's made from the Iberian pigs, the black-footed pigs. We actually cut it by hand. And when our chefs cut it, it's just... You don't even want to eat it because it looks so good on the plate. Mm-hmm. It's like, it looks like a piece of art. But this ham is just amazing. Obviously, the curing process, uh, the pigs are phenomenal. And we have it here. Not too many places have it. And, and we, we definitely pride ourselves in being able to have it for our guests and, and that they can have truly the best ham in the world here at Haleo in Orlando. Yeah, no, it's excellent. You know, it's funny. And I said, I, I'll butcher the names. I'm, my, I, my wife is Colombian. So whenever we do go, I always say, you got to order, babe, because I'm, I'm say Colombian. Something. Oh, you're <laughs> cool. Well, very cool. My, my wife's Colombian too. She's from uh, Palmita and... Um, it was Kali. No, Kali. It was Kali. And, Kali. And I, I was going to say, she must be Kalenya if you say Palmira. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then she went to, they stayed, they went to Palmira a lot, but Kali and, uh, and at, for a time they did live in Bogota. So, yeah. Um, okay. All right. Cool. Very cool. I didn't, I didn't know that. So, yeah. So, yeah. So she always has to do my ordering for me because I you know like I'll butcher it. I try my best, but then even when I get it good, I always feel like people look at me like a poser. Like I don't, <laughs> I'm trying, like I'm, I'm like a fake pronunciation. So I, I say, just yeah. so I don't look silly, but um, yeah, no, the food there, guys, I mean, you guys have, it's just, it's so great. And it's, and you're not going to get anything like that experience at anywhere else in Disney Springs. You know, there's yeah. a lot of places that kind of fit the same vibe, but you guys have your own market completely. I actually have been looking to just manage a, uh, other restaurants from Jose. And, you know, I, I used to manage a Peruvian restaurant in, in Washington. And, you know, the meticulous, the amount of hours, everything that goes into the food, the thought process that go into it is so meticulous. It's, it's, it's something that I haven't seen. Obviously, a lot of restaurants do, but it's just crazy how much effort goes into every single plate that we do and mm. every single perfect everything single dish has to be perfect has to be elevated has to be it just has to be perfect because it's, it's the way jose wants it so let me let me uh, let me ask you a question when you're not at haleos what's another place i could find you at like in disney springs where do you go if i'm not going to eat at haleos where am i going to go and enjoy a nice meal who's the other chefs and restaurants you you enjoy <laughs> You know, I do like my wife and I do like Boathouse. They do have a nice patio. I just love being outdoors. That's why I moved to Florida. Um, So I just love being outside by the lake and just being able to enjoy like a nice glass of wine. Uh, when my family does come and my mom and my brother, they, they love paddlefish. Yeah, they just like the dining and that big yacht. They feel very fancy when they yeah. go in there. Uh, but obviously we have to come to Haleo. And oh, uh, you know, right, right next door to where we work, actually City Works, it's more casual. They have a lot of TV. So if you just want a beer and just relax on a nice burger, I also recommend that place. Yeah, place is good too. It is good. But again, Haleos is the number one option. Haleos. <laughs> yeah, yes. of course. So uh, let's talk about Chef Rodolfo. I mean, the guy is, I know it's Jose Andres, Chef Jose Andres, but Rodolfo does his, Chef Rodolfo does his thing. Rodolfo is a staple in the Haleo community. I believe if I'm not mistaken, he's employee number one or employee number two in the company. Uh, when they opened Haleo 30 years ago in uh, Washington, D.C., which is in Chinatown, I believe that was the only restaurant in the area. And it was kind of dangerous to go there and he actually he didn't even start it as a chef and oh, really? he built his way up yeah yeah i believe he started uh, as a steward and he just been working his way to the top and he's been in the top for many many years so he's definitely uh, uh and jose loves him you you can tell when uh when they're on the phone or a video the way they joke around it's just more more than an employee it's just part of the family for jose very cool very cool so let me ask you a question uh, before we bring it back to haleos for the holiday season what's some of your favorite christmas traditions or holiday traditions well you probably know them because of your wife <laughs> yes <laughs> christmas eve is, is a big deal 
<laughs> yeah, so I am tamales. Um, mm. You know, usually when I go to Colombia, definitely my aunt makes tamales, and I'm looking forward to just finding to getting some this year. Uh, buñuelos, which is uh, it's another typical Colombian uh, dish, and natilla, which is uh, similar to like a flan, but it's for dessert, obviously. Those three things I definitely miss the most in this time, and for New Year's. Uh, there's some funny things that we do. I think you probably know the grapes. You yep. eat 12 grapes uh, once for each month. You make a wish. Um, but one thing that my family does when we're together in Colombia is if you want the new year to bring you travel, like if you want to travel, they give you a suitcase yep. and you go around the block with your suitcase. That means that the, the next year is going to bring you uh, travel. So yep, you can we imagine. do that too. Yeah. 20 people yep. just going around the block with like suitcases. Like, what is wrong with these people? You know, what's funny um, is I thought that was their family tradition. I didn't realize it was a Colombian tradition. I just thought it was our family uh, tradition. Uh, now I realize, uh, oh, maybe it's, uh, or maybe we'll find out you guys are related. Who knows? But, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so yeah, that, that we do that too. Yeah, That's yeah, cool. Good. Do you ever get to go home recently? I guess with everything going on right now, but. You know, I was going to go this year in March precisely and um i couldn't go so i haven't been able to see but i'm in the same boat as 99.9 of the population that i haven't been able to see their parents but uh hopefully soon uh i'll be able to see some of them but they're taking care of themselves so so what could we expect from haleos this holiday season you guys have anything going on i mean i know you guys have a a different menu than a lot of other places so what could we expect this holiday season the thing i love about haleo is you can just come up for a few bites or you can have a lavish dinner there's a lot of things for every palate so if you want a really really amazing meal and and you just want to go all out haleo is the place to be if you just want a few bites uh, Haleo is a place to be. If you just want a nice cocktail, Haleo is a place to be. So it is a place definitely to, oh, because of the style of food, tapas, small mm-hmm. plates. I love the sharing uh, type of the equation when it comes to food. Uh, that way you can have more items on the table and just talk about the food that comes to your table. So one of the things that we do is the tasting menu. Um, you can come to Haleo and we basically design the experience for you and you don't have to worry about anything. Just probably ordering more salter margaritas. Or castaway Cubans. Are castaway Cubans, but I do I do like that part of the menu because when they take charge, when the server takes charge or the restaurant takes charge, and you don't need to worry about what's coming next, you honestly just start paying more attention to the people that are on the table mm-hmm. accompanying you. So then you have better conversations. You don't need to bring the menu and open it and close it. And what do we order? You just have to just enjoy your time while you're dining with us. That's perfect. And I'll tell you. And I'll tell you why is my parents are very unadventurous with food, right? And they would see the Haleo Mayu menu and they might get intimidated and and to hear that you know they could just kind of sit back and there'll be something that'll take care of them and kind of that's a lot easier for a lot of people that might be intimidated by um a menu that might be you know so different from what they're used to and you're 100 percent right on that and uh, some guests might feel intimidated but just know that it's small plates and obviously if you don't like it just talk to us we'll make sure that you leave with a full stomach but um you can taste more things and you can start with some jamon serrano or the jamon iberico de bellota <laughs> there's some things that are just going to make people a little bit more comfortable like to start eating and then we can have some paella or some rosa yacht which is uh, the one that you like yeah my my daughter was like the one that your daughter like my daughter loves that one i get the corn like i said i i go i go a little safer i get carne asada but then i will pick like you say i'll tick from everyone else's plates i'll i'll get a little bit of this a little bit of that yeah. But I, for my full plate, I always go the carne asada. Um, I love the carne asada. But I always, I always, I always got to pick from everybody's everybody's little plates here and there that, that we're with. So, but again, I, I think it's, I think it's great. I always say, don't get intimidated. Whenever you go to a place that might have food where it's a little bit outside your comfort zone, Haleos is one of those places that it's definitely worth. If you aren't sure, try it because I can pretty much almost 99% guarantee that you're going to pick something that you're going to like it either way. Because everything you make, I've never had anything, I've never really had anything bad. I'm not a big seafood eater, but I still eat seafood dishes. Like my wife will get like the salmon dish. You guys have the uh, paella. Yeah. <laughs> I'll still eat it. Paella, the gambas. Uh, Typically, I won't eat that like, stuff, yeah. but... But with when I'm at, at Haleo's, I will definitely eat off their plate. <laughs> and, you know, when they're not looking, I'm definitely sneaking my fork over on their plate. So, um, yeah, I always say, like, you know, don't get intimidated by, by a menu that might be a little bit, like, seems, like, overwhelming because the food is amazing. It's phenomenal. And like you said, it's art on a plate. It really is. You guys... Yeah, and you know what, what else I was thinking? In, in other restaurants, you have to order immediately. And here, you can honestly, because it's tapas and it's just... Mm-hmm. We cook it as as soon as the order's in, we start making it. You don't really have to order everything all at once. So people that are nervous about coming here, they really can just order one thing and then just keep adding and then just order more. Um, so they really can just go at their own pace. 
Yeah, um, it's fabulous. And again, let me uh, before we get out of here, guys, if you're in the in the Disney Springs area, please check out Haleos. You would have no idea what you're missing if you don't. The the it's a fun atmosphere. Besides everything else, besides the food being one of the best dining experiences that you're gonna have, the atmosphere is just a fun atmosphere. And I think that's the thing too is like you guys really should take you know a pat on your back for that one too because the atmosphere is phenomenal. I love it. One of the things that um, I feel that it's a lot of fun here. Every time we do paella, the chef that is making the paella just brings out a big cowbell and just start making the noise of the bell. And as soon as the bell is gone, all of our employees yell paella. <laughs> just my just a busy night, and then you have like thirty to forty employees yelling paella. It just gives a jolt of energy to the whole restaurant every 30, 40 minutes. It's just it's so a, fun. Wonderful. It's a fun place. It's definitely a fun yeah. place. So I want to say thank you so much for joining us on our uh, kickoff to the holiday episode. Yeah. Well, real quick before you get out of here, what would be your uh, recommendation for someone to try? Okay. You got to start with the pan de cristal. This actually bread is amazing. We actually fly it from Spain because we can't make it here. It's delicious. And oh, wow. they put out some tomato on top, olive oil and some sea salt. That's how you should start uh, when you come here. It's just a delicious bread. I do love the tortilla. We make it to order and it's amazing. The garlic shrimp are amazing. Obviously the carne asada mm-hmm. uh, is delicious. And of course you have to try our paella. And if you're in for a splurge, you have to try the jamón ibérico de bellota. Give yourself a treat. Yeah, no, it's delicious, delicious. And we also need to get some castaway Cubans. And then- A few of those. A few of those. And then a, the pan con chocolate. Am I saying yes, that right? Sir. Am I saying that okay? You are. All yeah, right. you are. Thank you, sure. So, My wife is going to be proud. <laughs> I can't wait to tell her. But yeah, so thank you so much for joining us. Happy Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy New Year. And, uh, and we'll, uh, we'll definitely have to come check you guys out. And again, everybody out there, please, you're going to be so impressed when you get there. Check out Haleos. You'll we'll love it. And it's really not, I can't even, I could, I, could, I could gush for the next hour and a half about how great Haleos is, guys. Make sure you guys check it out this holiday season. You're going to love it. All right, guys. Mr. Bernal, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Okay, so now we want to bring Mike Crave from one of my favorite places in all Disney Springs, Splitsville Luxury Lanes in Disney Springs. How you doing, Mike? Oh, well, how are you? Excellent. We're so glad to have you. It's one of my favorite places to go. Not only do you have great food, great drinks, but if you're a competitive person like me and a bunch of my buddies, it's a great place to go and, and have it out with some guys on, the, uh, at the, on those lanes, you know? That's exactly right. I couldn't agree with you anymore. So a lot of stuff to discuss with uh, the holidays coming up in Splitsville. Uh, before we get into that, though, let's just talk about like Disney Springs and, and, and the holiday season. Is there like, I mean, there's really not much more of a fun place to be than maybe the parks themselves during the holidays. But uh, what is some of the stuff that you love to do in the Springs besides being at Splitsville? Where, like if, if I'm going to catch you having a meal somewhere, where am I going to catch you? Yeah, I think I think the important part about being in Disney Springs is just that they do. We've done such a great job. Disney does such a great job with decorating and really making you feel like you're somewhere where Christmas is going to happen and the holidays are going to happen. We have this is the first year Disney Springs is actually going to be doing snow. So we actually have a couple different spots in Disney Springs. I can't tell you which ones because you got to come down <laughs> and find out. But we're, we're going to have two spots where there's going to be uh, snow a couple times during the evening. Uh, we just did, uh, Disney just did Santa and Mrs. Claus on a boat out in the lake here on Lake Buena Vista. So they'll, they'll kind of go through. So there's always something going on in Disney Springs. And I think that's what makes it the most special for everybody. That's awesome. I, I saw the uh, the video clips of, of, uh, of Santa. Yeah. I didn't know about the Snope, though. I didn't know that they were bringing that to uh, the Springs. That's awesome. Yeah, first time, first year, actually. Oh, that's so So cool. We're we're elevating the game in Disney Springs, for sure. Definitely. That's awesome. So so what's some of your favorite places in Disney Springs besides Splitsville? Where do you like to go catch a a bite? I think Chef Art Smith's Homecoming is is probably my favorite place. Um, What a cool little farm-to-table, Florida-style, Florida ingredients, southern food. It's really cool. It's actually on the new part of the Springs over there. They have uh, not only great food but but great drinks crafted drinks cocktails and then after that a boathouse probably one of my top two uh restaurants down here as well and and boathouse is kind of the same deal where you know you sit out in the lake it's actually on the other side but you can sit out in the lake have great seafood they got a beautiful outdoor area where you can hang out and enjoy the florida weather so those are my two favorite um there's many others but those are my two yeah you know, i love art smith maybe the best chicken you know fried chicken on the planet it's great oh, stuff i know i know, you know? it is it's so, wonderful so th- this episode's all about the holidays and holiday traditions and we're asking everybody what's some of their most favorite holiday traditions so i ask you what what's one of those things that that in the crave household what what's like a fam? what means christmas tradition to you oh I, honestly you know when when you start having kids it it's funny how you revert back to your own 
childhood. And, um, you know, something new that uh, we did that's going to be a tradition that always will be is Elf on the Shelf with the kids. That that has just been such an entertaining thing from Thanksgiving to Christmas to have Elf on the Shelf with your kids. And more of the traditional side of things is everybody just gets together Christmas Eve. We stay the night together. We wake up as a family and uh, open gifts and, and celebrate. Not only that, my father's birthday's on Christmas, so you can imagine what that's like for the state <laughs> household. Um, so, yeah, I think be, the being together part, and especially this year with all the bumps in the road we've had for 2020, uh, I think hopefully that humbles some people and they really get to enjoy the small things about the holidays, which I think is family, quite quite frankly. So, yeah, we're, we're excited about this year and um, we're looking forward to 2021. But in the meantime, I think uh, Elf on the Shelf, being together as a family and, and uh, having Dad's birthday right in the mix of it's pretty cool. That is pretty awesome. That's, and that's, you know, it's what they always say, the dreaded combo birthday Christmas gifts. That's always the right. Thing. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. <laughs> if you were interviewing my father, he probably would disagree with that comment I just made because he gets a lot of one present deals. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. <laughs> so let's talk some Splitsville. I'm sure you got to be sure. pretty good at what, What's your, what's, how good are you at bowling? What's your high school? Well, I'll tell you, at 182, and w- when I started with this company back in 2003, we were opening up this bowling alley concept. I was working out of Fort Lauderdale, a couple other concepts, and I said, well, that's interesting. So I moved to Tampa, and it was the first Splitsville we ever built, which is still currently in Tampa, Florida, in 2003. And of course, when something new comes up, what do you do, right? You bowl, you bowl, you bowl. I kept, yeah. I bowled every single day. I stayed after work, I bowled, and I got pretty good. And I, I got to be honest, with you my wife asked me the other day when was the last time you bowled a full bowling game and i i can't remember will i throw a couple balls down the lane absolutely (laughs) i'm not as good as i once was it's like that toby keith song you know what i mean i just i'm not as good as i once was i've been around splitsville now for i mean that's 17 years ago so uh i'm not bad but i can tell you there's other people in this in this unit that are better than me for sure let me tell you something i am horrendous when it comes to bowling but i love it like i I might even have had some games where i might have been like 50s and 60s but like I just I love to play you know I just you know I'm, I'm horrible at it I can't seem to get the ball to go straight but um I just I love I do love the ball it's one of those that even I'm in New York I love to do it you know and when I come down there you know I have a lot of local friends down there and you know we'll get up there we'll, we'll get in a huge group and uh we're all super competitive we know each other for years and uh you know we get we get all the food we get the drinks and then we start bowling and you know sure. loser usually pays and uh which is usually there you go Usually ends up being me, but um, I got to say, <laughs> the food there. I well, think listen, we'll get you a discount next time you come down, all right? <laughs> I might need now it. That we know each other. I'll take care of you since you're going to lose, but I'm actually from upstate New York, so I got a lot of bowling under my belt as a kid, and then you kind of get away from it, and I feel like that's what Swissville brings back is a little bit of everybody's childhood to where now it used to be dad's game on Wednesday or mom's game on Thursday, and I feel like now Splitsville's really helped transform that experience with bowling, and just like you said, a bunch of guys or your your family. Yeah. And, and it can be an outing now. And it's a thing where you can get food and drink on the lane and you have your own personal server. And really the bowling is a part of it, but it's really the camaraderie you're having in competition while you're eating and drinking and having fun and, and quite frankly, relaxing while you're having a good time bowling. So I really do think that is our concept. And I watched so many families on Disney come through here and it's just a relief to be in the AC. The kids are entertained. The parents are having an adult beverage or catching up with an IC. And it's just really fun to watch folks come in here and just enjoy it for what it is and to be together doing it um and i think that's what makes us special yeah and you and you guys the food there you know you, you always think of that generic bowling alley food and it's like you guys have right. a lot of the staples but you guys plus it and i'll dabble with that within the menu but i have kind of like my faves that i always go to. it's always the loaded fries with the queso and the yeah. bacon then it's the west texas burger with the sauce and the cheddar cheese desserts gotta be a root beer float and then um yep. i don't i don't drink often but when i do i i have that blueberry lemonade that you guys make down there and that yeah yeah that's been a staple yeah that's delicious that's delicious what what would you say your go-to meal when you i mean i know you probably get to eat it all the time uh-huh. but what's what's what sort of the things when you go with like you know, thank god i'm going to work today i'm going to go grab one of the, you know this you know i've had just about everything on every one of our Swissville menus but it, and you know i guess the, what how i revert that question is when i bring people here this is what i realized doing it one day i have friends or family coming in from out of town i bring them to Swissville. what am i going to showcase them because i do i eat everything i eat the sushi the sushi is just phenomenal and people are like bowling alley sushi but until you try it, i've even been at the front door saying to folks listen if you want to try the sushi if you don't like it i'll buy it for you and they come in and just love it 
it, and I, now I hooked them for life. My daughter yeah. loves that. My daughter, oh, does she? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She loves I mean, the sushi. Yeah, it's, and it's not for everybody, you know? It's not for everybody. So the sushi category is probably my favorite category just because of the wow factor we get. I'll tell you, our chicken fried rice has been really, I've been craving that quite a bit lately, and um, I'm really enjoying it. It's a really cool spin on a chicken fried rice where, you know, we kind of do it our own little way. There's bacon in it. There's a couple different sauces that we made in-house, the kimchi taki sauce that we add to it. So it's kind of a funky fried rice, but I really enjoy that. And then obviously, like you said, you said the burgers, the loaded fries. I mean, between our loaded French fries and our nacho, we call it a macho nacho. Mm. And um, it comes on a huge 14-inch pizza plate. And it's just almost overwhelming because you set a 14-inch plate on a table. People are like, holy cow, right? <laughs> and uh, you put the loaded fry next to that. I mean, I think those two things are just wonderful to have, especially while you're sitting at a bowl and alley and uh, sharing French fries with queso and chips with queso and, and taco meat. I mean, it's, it's got the whole deal. So those two are probably my favorite as well. And the pizzas there, you guys make really good pizzas. Yeah, we make our own, we make our own dough in-house. And I think that's the game changer. A lot of, yeah. a lot of restaurants kind of, you know, not the, the small Italian places, but when you get big and you're on Disney, you get frozen dough in, you kind of go the easier route where we're, we're back there every single day making dough. And yeah. I think it pays off. You got the pizza. Like I said, you get, usually when you think bowling island pizza, you're thinking, all right, the, you know, even right. in New York, frozen. New York, we have great pizza. Yeah. You know, you go to a bowling alley, a lot of times you're going to get Elio's, you know? So, um, but right, you guys, right. you guys put out, it's like real deal pizza. It's some of the best pizza you're going to find at Disney. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Thank you. Uh, it's, it's excellent stuff. So, but the holiday season's coming up. What can we expect yep. from Splitsville? Anything special you guys might do with the holidays? Yeah, I think, you know, holidays to me bring in family get-togethers, office parties, big families coming down and celebrating the holidays together. So I always kind of reflect the holidays to me as a really big part of what we do in that month of December, which is just let people have fun and be together. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, office parties, local office parties are huge for us. And like I said, big family get-togethers are huge. Obviously, there's going to be some things that can't happen there this year, but, you know, we still actually tonight, it just went off of my phone. We have uh, two trees coming set up this evening. There, one tree is probably about 25 feet tall oh, wow. in the middle of our restaurant. So we do a tree on each level and then we decorate the inside. So when you're walking into Splitsville now, not only are we a bowling alley with bars and feather bowling, which I'll get into that later, pool tables, dining area. Now it's decorated like the holidays with Christmas music playing. I just really think it comes together for our concept and really drives it home on what we are. And then on top of that, you yeah. Oh, by the way, we got sports, right? So we got college football, we got NFL ticket. Um, so the weekends are just, there's always something happening in our store. I really feel like we kind of hit on all cylinders. You know, there's not one thing that we miss. We try to hit on all all cylinders we can. And I think that's what makes Blitzville so special, especially around the holidays. Now, what, you said feather bowling? Oh, there it is. Yes. What, what so is we, that? We, <laughs> I had to throw that in there to see if you caught it. So yeah. yeah, feather bowling is a really cool, unique game. And it's actually started in Belgium years ago like two, 300 years ago. And we somehow grabbed onto this game. We put our first full-size feather bowling in our Tampa location a couple of years back. And what it is, you get a big puck. When I say puck, I'm talking it's like the size, almost it's the size of a volleyball, but think of it like a puck that you can roll. Mm -hmm. And and it's 70 feet long, and you put a feather on each end. And what you do is you roll these big, massive pucks, and it's kind of how you roll them is concave. So it's almost like they say that the game started in a ditch. And you would be able to roll these pucks up inside, and they would kind of go back and forth on the ditch. You can miss each other's pucks. And the end of the game is you got to get your puck next to the feather. So Ooh. whoever drops their puck closest to that feather scores points. So it's a very unique game that not many folks have seen yet. There's a couple of courts in Detroit, and that's really it. So we took this game of 70 feet long and shrunk it down to 22 feet. And we kind of made it to where it's almost like bocce ball, but it's yeah. feather bowling. I, I would almost, it's really hard to explain. I almost need to send you a video of it and I will, if you want. Yeah, it's it really cool. And we were the first ones to come up with these mini, mini feather bowling. Nobody's got them. We came up with them one day at a GM retreat and uh, we built two of them, put them in Splitsville and people walk by it and they're like, what the heck is that? Yeah. And then once they start playing it, it's like shuffleboard meets bocce ball meets cornhole. That's, yeah, you it's know, a lot it's, of fun. It sounds a little bit like when you were explaining it, that's why I kind of pictured shuffleball and bocce ball kind of a, yeah. Yeah, send me a video. Yeah, I'd love to down. share it with everybody. Oh yeah, we will. I'll send you something then for sure when I get done. Definitely. And now do you guys have that in Orlando and Disney Springs as well? Yeah, we have. So we have two of the mini, we call them mini feather bowling because they're 22 feet long. And then we have the one full size one is 70 feet long in Tampa. But yes, we have two of those in Disney Springs, Splitsville. All right. So I definitely got to try that. That sounds, that's yeah. new and oh exciting, man. And it sounds like it's one of those games that's going to yeah. be a little hard to master, which makes it even more gratifying when you finally master it. It's a lot of fun. You'll be good almost immediately too, which cool. is nice, right? 
Oh, nice. Yes, definitely. I, cause like I said, yeah. I'm, as much as I love bowling, yeah, I, can, I stink at it, but maybe, yeah. this, maybe this is more my lane, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can win some money back playing feather bowling. That's there we point. go. <laughs> Great. Well guys, <laughs> do me a favor, head over to Splitsville this holiday season. You're going to see, like, he's already told you all the decorating the trees, this feather ball. You're going to want to check that out. I know I'm going to want to Mike, me and you got to maybe get in, get in a game or two and uh, the loser will pick yep. up the probably being me, you know, but, uh, you thank you, thank you so much. For saying, definitely, definitely. I'm in. And again, the, the spring I'll be out there and you're probably going to see a lot of me. But again, all right, look me up. Look me up. I certainly will. I just want to say happy. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us and, and taking some time out yeah. to let everybody know about what you guys got going on. Happy Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And just happy holidays in general. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me on. Be well. All right. Bye bye. Okay, so now joining us from the art corner, we have Keelan Parham. How's it going, buddy? Good. How are you doing, Gene? Excellent, man. We're glad to have you on. Give us a few minutes of the day and uh, big time coming up, the holiday season at Disney Springs. It doesn't really get much busier than that. It's busy on a normal day. Forget about during the holiday season, you know? Oh, yeah. We're looking forward to it. Sure. So I know the art corner always probably has you extremely busy, time consuming and stuff, uh, but do you ever get a chance to really enjoy the parks? Uh, you know, rarely, rarely. That's, that's kind of the joke is that you know, I've been here at Disney for 28 years, uh, really drawing caricatures and that kind of thing. And um, I, I really don't make it out to the parks very much unless I'm working, drawing faces. You know, we wow. were talking about it the other day, my wife and I, we're, we kind of want to go to uh, Animal Kingdom pretty soon, like in the next couple of days. Maybe I'm keeping my fingers crossed to go to a park soon. What is your favorite park when you do get a chance to go? Oh, that, you know, that's hard. Um, it definitely Animal Kingdom because, you know, we've had the caricature stand there for uh, you know, 20 years. So I've got oh, a wow. soft spot in my heart for there. But I also remember going to Epcot when it first opened up. I would have been back in 82. Um, yeah. I would have been 15, and I came uh, with my parents. So that one holds a special spot in my heart, too. I like Epcot. And, you know, these days, especially during all the festivals and everything, I like, yeah. like yeah, all the different countries out there and all. And uh, so when you're in Disney Springs, where do you go for that? If you want like a go-to meal, what's your Disney Springs spot? Oh, my go-to meal. Because it's oh. all available to you. You're right there, man. Yeah, I know. I know. There's, there's so many great places out there. I have to tell you that I love uh, Pizza Ponte, okay. which is the, uh, the quick serve part of Maria Nintos. Mm -hmm. And the reason I like it, though, is kind of complicated. So I've been, uh, been gluten-free for about five years. And uh, my wife had been out Pizza Ponte with some friends and was just raving about the pizza. And I was like, ah, please stop talking about this pizza because mm -hmm. being gluten free, that was one of the what, was one of the hardest things for me not to have was um, quote unquote real pizza. And so um, she was talking about how good it was. And we had a chef friend and he said, you know, you need to, he said, the thing is, they actually import their flour from Italy. It's the highest quality flour. Oh, wow. And so I'm like, really? So I, I knew he'd be right because he knows that stuff. But so I get on my phone and I start looking it up. And turns out he was correct. But it also has the lowest amount of gluten per million particles, however they measure that. And so I'm like, hmm, because I'm not diagnosed celiac, but just intolerant with it. And so I went out there and I didn't have a problem with their pizza. And it is like as big, bigger than my head the slices <laughs> are it was like real new york pizza i really really love it so that's long cool. story but that's my go-to for out there i i you know i love mario and enzo's i'm from new york myself i'm in new york <laughs> right now and so it's pizza is one of those things that it's hard for me to really tr to trust it anywhere else because i'm in the mecca of pizza yeah but exactly. mario and enzo's i do love i love the i just love the uh it has like that that old school it reminds me you know what it reminds me of is the film with leonardo dicaprio catch me if you can with the airline yeah it does yes it has that, that era of airline um you know decor so it's it's really cool. Yeah, so, I agree with you. So what's your favorite part of the holiday season? What's what's a little something that you just love? Every holiday season comes around that, that you do a little tradition. I mean, it's, it sounds cliche, but, you know, it's just being it's just being with family, you know, mm -hmm. and I know that that's going to be different for, you know, people this year, obviously, yeah. particularly on where you live. You know, I think it's I think it's just really be, spending time with family. And, uh, you know, I've got two daughters and uh, one of them is 22. So uh, she's not home as much as she used to be obviously 
So it's uh, it's good to spend the time with the girls as, you know, as they get older, I think the time becomes more precious, you know? Yes. I got one the same age, so I, I know what it's like. Oh, okay. she's, she joins the podcast every now and then, so. But sometimes, oh, that's she's, awesome. sometimes she's too cool for even me on the podcast, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, so you've been doing art for a long time. How long, when did you start getting involved in, in uh, working with art and, and in the arts? Well, let's see. I graduated uh, Savannah College of Art and Design in Savannah, Georgia, actually 30 years ago, back in 1990. And a few years later, I, long story short, I found myself down here in Florida, and I answered an ad to draw caricatures at Disney World. And so my very first spot, ironically, that I drew at was, uh, of course, it was called the Disney Village at the time. Mm -hmm. uh, it was before it became Marketplace and before it became now, you know, of course, Disney Springs. Right. And so um, it was, the stand I was at was over by where World of Disney is now. And mm -hmm. so it's funny because now that we've got our own store out there, the art corner, if I'm in the back of the store, I can see the spot that I drew at, it's changed a lot, but I can see the general area that I was drawing at 28 years ago. So it's it's funny. It's a, it's a lot of changes, a lot of growth since since oh you started. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it really, really is. And uh, you know, one of the one of the really fun things for me too is that uh, I was talking about my older daughter who's 22. She goes to the same art school I went to, uh, Savannah College of Art and Design, and she actually draws with us when she's home there at the Art Corner and at Animal Kingdom and some of the hotels across the property so does the same cool. thing so and how long have you guys had the art corner the, the shop now how long has that been in Disney Springs? Yeah, we're coming up on two years, actually. We opened up um, first week of February, two years ago. With everything that happened this year back in the spring, I mean, it, I can't believe the time has gone so fast that it's been two years. But, you know, we were closed for a couple of months there. So, uh, but we've, yeah. been, we've been back open and uh, going strong. So good, it's great. Good, good, very good. And uh, you guys have so many different cool, like, options there at the art corner. Characters, the, the stuff you do with the pets and the silk scarves and stuff what is what's your one of your favorite thing what pieces to work on what's what do you get the most joy out of do you feel like the most has those creative juices flowing i have to tell you that for me personally uh i've got a soft spot with uh what we call name works you it's, know, uh, i go so that's one of my favorite things that you guys do oh is that right that's I, th awesome. I think it's i think yeah i love it I, I love that i didn't bring that up before but that was i was actually gonna say that was one of my favorites so funny you said it i'm sorry yeah, i didn't that, mean to interrupt but go ahead yeah no that's that's i'm glad it is i i'm glad people <laughs> love it so it's a it's kind of a pet a pet project of mine actually is uh, because with my name Keelan growing up I couldn't find my name on anything anything and so we had a uh, we do a lot of uh, special events and perform at special events conventions and weddings and parties and that kind of thing and uh, a couple of years ago well now it's been almost ten years ago I was hired to draw graffiti names at an event. Well, I'm not much of a graffiti artist, I, but I am an artist, so I can I can pretty much fake it, you know, <laughs> fake it till you make it, so yeah. to speak. And we were only going to be doing them on paper, and we we're going to be doing them with markers for this event. And I'm like, I can do that. I can fake it long enough to do that. Well, I had an artist who was with me drawing, too, who actually is a talented graffiti artist. And so... I kept looking over what he's doing and trying to keep up with what he's doing and, you know, producing good work. And at some point, my artistic ADD kicked in and I started veering away from the graffiti names while he kept doing them. And I started making customized cartoon names for people. So, like, if you were into uh, baseball, I, you know, I do a baseball scene inside your name mm -hmm. um, or whatever you were into. And really, it was just a continuation of caricatures where a lot of times with caricatures we draw you with a big head little body doing something playing baseball or whatever but this time I turned it around I made the name bigger the person wasn't as important and what they liked to do was in the name and that's pretty much you know an explanation of what name works are and it was really cool because that night, all of a sudden, nobody wanted graffiti names anymore. <laughs> they all wanted these cartoon names. And so we actually opened up NameWorks at Disney Springs, ooh, um, five or six years ago. We were in a kiosk that was, ironically, out the back door of our current store, the art corner. Oh, wow. And then Disney started, Disney Springs started doing all their remodeling and reconstruction and everything. And we were one of the last kiosks on that back row 
But finally, they because of their new vision they had for everything out there, we all those kiosks got moved out. And so we were over at, um, with Nameworks, we were just at the Festival of the Arts when it opened. Uh, I think this was the new one, I think, is going to be the fourth year of the Festival of the Arts at Epcot. And so we were there for the inaugural year. And then about a year and a half later, we got to open up Nameworks as part of the Art Corner. So it's it's been really cool. Um, for me, it's my pet project, but also it's uh, it, you know it's really resonated with the guests. So that's cool. But I I, I like them all though. So, you know, we get so one of the great things at Disney when you've been there as long as I have, you get so many return families, so many return guests who want to come get drawn again. And we call people like that collectors, and we love collectors because they'll get their caricatures and their name works drawn years year after year after year and it's it's really special for us seeing the kids grow up and everything you know that's awesome yeah and you know what the best part too is with all art is every day is different every day is different for you you go in every day and, and you might be dealing with art but it's always going to be some new inspiration for each piece so it's like you really kind of you get to have a new day every day so exactly. to speak you know and that's that's awesome so exactly and yeah. i get to create my own reality too yeah yeah it's, it's beautiful it's a beautiful thing <laughs> So what do we got going on? Anything special for the holidays? Anything that we can look forward to coming on at the going over at the art corner with the holiday season? Yeah, you know, one thing that we've uh, one thing that we've really started we started it last year. We started doing um, caricature ornaments, cartoon ornaments, really, where we will uh, will actually draw a cartoon of you or pets. Pets are really big on these, and or your family or whatever. Actually, on the uh, we've got the globe ornaments, and we also have the. Um, black circular ornament that we do it on. That's been really, really popular. And so we're doing that and we do a lot. Uh, we just added a section in the store uh, specifically for that, but also for um, pet tunes where we draw caricatures of your pet on paper besides on ornaments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, so. And you could do that from photo, right? Like I, if I wanted to get one of, of my pet, I have a German shepherd named Zoe. Can we do it from photo? Let me just tell you <laughs> that uh, since the uh, since the whole COVID craziness and the quarantine and 99% of what we are doing is from photos. So wow. that way we are able to socially distance from the models. The models are able to socially distance from us. Nobody has to take their mask off or anything like that because everybody's got photos of yes. themselves and their pets. So, yes. <laughs> so guys, guys, definitely check out the art corner this season. Keelan, you're you're, you're fun. You, you know, you guys go say hello to him and uh, and definitely check out some of the stuff they got going on. The characters are awesome. And again, my favorite is the name works. I think that's such a cool concept that you guys have and the silk scarves and stuff like that. So guys, go this holiday season, check them out. They got the ornaments. Um, and again, say hello to Keelan. He's, he's a fun guy you're gonna you're gonna love getting to know him when you're in there all right guys and uh keelan thank you so much happy oh, holidays thank you man happy holidays and happy new year and uh belated happy thanksgiving to you as well <laughs> thank you and we'll see you soon yes thanks a lot man bye-bye bye guys okay so joining us on the program today we have chef hoekstra from cityworks how you doing doing well man how are you today uh, doing great. We're, let, we're so glad to have you on for our special Thanksgiving uh, episode about the kickoff to the holidays in Disney Springs. Uh, City Works is one of my favorite in Disney Springs. I love what you guys do there. So I'm so uh, super psyched to have you guys on. And, Appreciate uh, it, man. Thank you so much. And, and we also we have a ton of stuff to talk about with City Works for the holidays coming up. But before that, let's let's talk a little Disney since this is a Disney podcast. I know the life of a chef is super demanding. Do you ever get a chance to go to the parks to enjoy Disney Springs? Uh, I, I definitely do. I have a four-year-old daughter, so we make it a point. She loves doing the Nemo, uh, the seas with Nemo and friends, and, and we make it a point to go at least once a month. Sweet. If there's a place other than City Work in Disney Springs, what's, what's, your, what's one of the things, like when you get away from work and you uh, want to give something else a try? What do you do? I really enjoy having a glass of wine at Wine Bar George or a glass of wine at Terralina as well. Big fan of everything Wolfgang Puck does. And homecoming, of course. I mean, you can't go wrong with homecoming. Yeah, no, no, you're right. Right, the, some of the best fried chicken on the planet. Absolutely. So, but let's let's get into Chef Hoekstra. I know the life of a chef is super demanding. I actually was went to culinary school. I was actually looking into it years ago, and uh, a friend of mine is a chef. And I actually sat in with him at a, at a restaurant up here in Long Island and realized it is it is not for me. It's I, I love to cook and I love to eat. That's just a smidgen of what executive chefs do. I, I know that. Where did you – you have to have an insane, insane passion for it. So I get that. So where did that passion come from? What got you where you're like, I don't want to do it in my life? 
Yeah, no, that's that's a funny it's a funny story because I never anticipated doing this. I picked it up as a summer job flipping burgers at a at a national chain restaurant, and then a, a part of it felt like being on a sports team. Um, you rely so heavily on the guy to your right or the or the girl to your left, and it's just you create this camaraderie. There's an intensity. There's hyper focus and when you start delving into it even further you're always learning something you know growing up my dad was a cook my dad my dad worked in restaurants I never anticipated following that or being in the life and uh you know years later I just you delve into it so much there's so much to learn every day even this year I mean how much have we learned this year about being able to pivot and adapt that's the beauty of being a chef is no day is the same Every hour presents a new challenge. Um, if you're lucky, it's every hour. Usually it's about every 15 minutes. Um, you have to love it to be in it. And I love it. I mean, I, I, I've fallen in love with it over the years more so. And as I progress in the career, I love it even more. And I respect it even more. It's an artistry. It really is. Like I said, it, I feel like the food is just such a small part of it, really, when you really think about this. Like, especially being a head chef at, at a place with, that is as high paced as anywhere in Disney Springs, City Works included, that I know it's got to be very nerve wracking. It's, again, it's, it's more than the food. It's, it's, it's an art that you guys do and, and uh, very much appreciated. It really is. It's all about the team you have around you too. If you don't have a good team with you, you're, you're not going to succeed. And I'm fortunate to have a fantastic chef team with me. So what was your aha moment? Like the, what was like where you said, like, I know you said you kind of, it fell into your lap kind of to an extent, but where was that moment where you said, oh, this is what I want to do with my life? I don't know if there ever was one, you know, when you're younger, you put in these insane hours and, you know, granted, I'm still putting in the insane hours, just working smarter as opposed to harder anymore. The aha moment, man, it, it had to be I opened up a Hash House of Gogo on iDrive and, and just fell in love with the opening uh, of a restaurant and being a part of that. And, you know, I've opened several restaurants since. And you just, I think it goes back to the family you create while you're working here and, and being part of almost like a sports team. Yeah, I, I don't know if there really was necessarily an aha moment. That's that's, that's, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah, again, because I know it's it's one of those, like I said, it's one of those tough jobs that I always kind of figure like, you know, it's put it almost like being like a, on a sports team. And it, but it takes that kind of dedication and that kind of passion that it would take all the hard work to get to a professional level in sports. Sure. To, to be to do what you do now so like you know it's no joke it's a lot of hard work and a lot of a lot of time what, what would you say is your favorite dish to make not even so much well i'll tell you what favorite dish to make when you're just home with the family on a sunday and favorite dish to make when you're actually when you're in the kitchen at, 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 a, at your place when i'm at home we like to make pizza at the house because it, it gets to involve my daughter so like i get to lay out a dough for her and she gets to brush the sauce and make the cheese and put whatever toppings usually only cheese but we get to have a lot of fun with like family environment like that um, my wife and I like to go a little crazier on, on ingredients and it's, it's just a fun family thing to do making pizza making pastas making things like that at home my favorite food to cook at work is anything we're smoking um, oh, yeah. we, we we have a really big program with barbecued meat smoked meats here um, you know our, our pork shoulder we're brining it for 24 hours we're, we're smoking it overnight um, and then we're pulling it and tossing it in our house-made barbecue sauce. It's just, there's so much labor and, and love involved in this one item that we do that we don't necessarily try and show everybody in the world what we're doing. Like, we're not, we're not broadcasting at how many different things, how many different steps there are to it. Mm -hmm. We're scratches you can eat. So it, it's just, there's a lot of love in what we do. So I know CityWorks has a lot of going on right now for the holiday season coming up. Uh, what can we expect from CityWorks this, this uh, holiday yeah, season? For sure. Starting on the uh, the 27th of November, we'll be uh, we'll be tapping Goose Island's Bourbon County Stout. We have the 2019 vintage and the, this year's 2020. Um, we're one of the few locations across Central Florida that even carry it. Um, we have a great relationship with Goose Island. They, they brew our bottle nectar for us, which is our our house beer. So that's that's a big thing coming. Um, we're also going to be hosting a Brew Year's Eve. It's an elevated dining experience. We're going to have a filet medallion entree with blue cheese mash and, and a red wine demi. Um, we're also going to have our braised short rib that comes with uh, grits, crispy fried pickled fennel, and then what's going to be with beer pairings as well attached to those items. Um, we're going to do a complimentary champagne pour as well on our Brew Year's Eve. And then we're doing a big gift card promotion. So the big thing is that it's five bucks for, uh, you get a $5 bonus card for every 25 purchase. And then anybody who buys this $100 worth of gift cards um, in November, December, we're going to have a special prefix dinner for six people. Our general manager, Christy, and myself are going to guide a six course meal with grilled oysters surf and turf we're gonna have an intermezzo bacon flight yeah there's just a lot there's a lot going on at city works for the holidays this year you know it, it's like i said it's one of my uh one of my more favorite places i don't get down there as often because i am in new york uh, i won't be down there for new year's eve because that's that new year's eve deal sounds tremendous um, yeah it's gonna be fun man 
recommendation. What's your recommendation? What would you say if you want to come in and get the best thing we got? The best thing at CityWorks, man, it, 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 again, we're going to talk about smoking meats, but our, our <laughs> smoked wings, our smoked wings are the best wings in, in Central Florida by far. We, again, we brine it in-house. We have our own uh, signature chicken rub that we we rub the wings in. We smoke them and then we grill them. And then it's served with our two house-made barbecue sauces. I love our wings. Uh, if I could have <laughs> wings every day for lunch, I would. I mean, I can, but I, I shouldn't. <laughs> you don't want to get high in your own supplies, they say. Uh, Right. <laughs> I gotta say, if I worked in 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 City Works, I would be about four hundred pounds. I I wouldn't. I would. Be, <laughs> I'd be sneaking food into my pockets <laughs> before I left every night. It's wild, man. It's uh every time we we have a new employee starts, it's it's the uh it's, you know the the famous freshman fifteen. So oh uh, no, I can't, I, fifteen. I'd be fifty for me. I mean, I wouldn't. Right. <laughs> I couldn't handle. It. I'm a foodie, and City Works is is one of my new favorite spots, and uh, I can't wait to get down there this spring. I will definitely come check you guys out again. But guys, in the meantime. Again, check them out for the holidays. You just heard they got a lot of great stuff going on, a lot of great promotions. The New Year's Eve uh, dining experience sounds fantastic. Uh, the Bourbon County Stout, that sounds fantastic. And again, gift cards. Go get some gift cards. You have a chance at winning that uh, that special uh, six-person dinner. Six people, you said, right? Correct. So yeah, guys, check them out this year. Chef Hoekstra, thank you so much, my brother, for joining me today. I appreciate it. You want to leave us with any last words? I mean, uh, check us out, you know, cityworksrestaurant.com. You know, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram, um, at cityworksus. That's all I got, man. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> I, I appreciate you coming in. I know I know you're probably really busy, especially with the holidays coming up. So I really appreciate you uh, taking a little bit of time for us today and, and joining us. Guys, check uh, them out. You're going to be very delighted with the food. I, I promise you. Cheers, man. Appreciate it. Thank you very much again. So joining me now from Wolfgang Puck's Bar and Grill, we have Chef Mike Tiva. How you doing, Mike? Great, great. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing excellent. We're so glad you gave us a little bit of time on a busy holiday weekend to kind of discuss a little bit of the kickoff to the holiday season at Disney Springs and that at Wolfgang Puck Bar and Grill. So we do appreciate your time. No, definitely looking forward to it. No, it's it's been it's been a great weekend and looking forward to a good couple of days in the in the next couple. Cool, should, cool. Should be fun. Great. So let me ask you a question. Before we get into the holidays at, at, at Wolfgang Puck's and at Disney Springs, what's what's it like to work for like a chef like Wolfgang Puck and, and just that organization in general? It is very it, it can be very intense. It's it's uh we we you know high standards. We we Chef Wolfgang is very, very adamant about you know sustaining everything thing to the to the utmost uh, top of the line anything we can do all standards are always very high it's it's been really good though i mean i've been with the company for 21 years now so i started off in vegas back in 99 at spago and caesar's palace when it was there and just been all over with them since then never a dull moment i'll tell you that i i kind of figure being a chef working for wolfgang is kind of like being like a basketball player to playing for michael jordan's charlotte hornets it's got to be very similar to that like you know he's like one of the best chefs in the, on the planet ever to do it and you know no matter how good you are you still always there's still that like it's always a drive for more. There you <laughs> go. There you go. There's yeah. always more. With with Chef, for the longest time, I mean, even now, it's what are you doing? What's next? What are we <laughs> doing next? What's more? What are we doing? How can we make this better? Always constantly going. That's cool, man. That's how you get better, right? Just, just constantly evolving. Absolutely. No, he's very driven. And I mean, now, even more so than ever in the past, it's always, it, it's very much about the evolution of things and just trying to stay ahead of the curve and keep everything, you know, fresh and sustainable and do what you can do. So let me ask you about Chef Mike Tiva. What's it been like for you, your journey, like that, that you said you've been with Wolfgang for 21 years. Where was that moment though, growing up that you realized you wanted to be a chef, that you just love to cook? And I mean, to me, chefs are artists in, in their own right. Not just, it's, it takes more than just learning to cook and liking to cook. It, you're an artist too. When did that desire to be a chef enter your brain where you're like, you know what, this is what I want to do with my life. It's funny. I started off at College of Charleston. I was do I was going to College of Charleston for commercial art. I wanted to get into that and advertising and whatnot. Well, to pay for school, everything was expensive. So I got into a kitchen. I was washing dishes in a kitchen and I just love the camaraderie. I mean, what everybody was doing and how everybody was working and the end of the shift, you just feel good about what you did, plate presentation, everything. And I, I, I got really into it. I enjoyed it. So I started traveling around, went up to DC, cooked at Galileo with Roberto Donna, went to San Francisco, worked at Aquarello with Suzette Grisham, really just and then joined with with Chef Wolfgang and I just it's just been it's what you can put on a plate and watching people's reaction and giving them that hospitality and that just just seeing their happiness when they eat something that you put mm -hmm. together it's it's a good feeling man it's really cool again you guys like I say all the time you guys are artists I at one point I wanted to become a chef at one point I looked into going to culinary school and then I just realized how much work it is. it's more than loving to cook it's there's so much more into it that I really give you guys the utmost respect and credit for because again I love to cook I learned to cook when I was a kid my grandmother taught me a lot of 
stuff in the kitchen and I just had a passion for cooking. And I just realized I just didn't, I just, I couldn't do all that other stuff. So what you guys do is absolutely amazing. Very like, you know, again, you think you love to cook and you want to be a chef. There's more to it than that. And, um, much praise for you, to you guys, you know? Oh yeah. It's, it's a good time. I mean, end of the day, once you walk out of here, you feel good about it. It's, it's, it's a good feeling. It's a sense of, uh, accomplishment, I guess. Yeah. It's, it, it's a lot of fun. And it takes a lot of passion. They always say, if you, if you feel passionate about something, you love something, it's never really work anyway, right? No, so. yeah, no. You're coming in to have a good time and to make things happen. It's just, it, it's a different realm. Cool, cool, cool. So when you're home and forget about the hustle and bustle of, of a kitchen, what do you make like to cook for yourself when you're home? What, what's, what's one of your go-to favorite meals to cook for yourself? I, lo- I love Persian food. I'm half, I'm half Iranian. So if I'm at home, my, my, you know, my dad taught me a lot of different dishes. My grandmother taught me a lot of dishes. I like uh, a lot of stews. We do this really nice meat and split pea soup. I make a gourmet sabzi that's out of this world. It's super good. Just things are really fresh and vibrant and got a lot of flavor and lots of herbs. That's, that, that's kind of my go-to. And if it's not that, then it'll be pasta because all things pasta are delicious. I mean, you yeah. can't go wrong with comfort food, man. I always say the same thing. I always say the same thing. The, um, so what other chefs? Actually, well, restaurants in Disney Springs. If you're going to take a little break from from Wolfgang's, you want to go step out and, and get a you know bite to eat. Where can we find you in Disney Springs? What other places do you like? You know, I like Homecoming. Homecoming's got a good little program over there. They've got they've got that soul cooking too. They've got you know they've got some great moonshine. You can't go wrong with moonshine. Oh, they got some good chicken. You know, Morimoto's got some really great seafood. I mean, there's a lot of really cool spots out here that, that do some really good things. Do you get a chance to go to the other places a little bit too? You know, I pretty much live here. This is my home away from home. I spend a lot of time here. So if anything, I generally, I'll, I'll spend the majority of my time here. And then every once in a while, I'll venture out. If it's, you know, if we get out here early one night or whatnot, I'll yeah. this is my home. <laughs> All right. So um, holidays coming up in Disney Springs. It's, it's, I mean, Disney Springs is a great place to kind of be able to call your workplace in the fir- and, you know, on its own. Holidays, yeah. you know, always spruces things up a little bit, makes things a little bit more, I guess, I don't know, happy or festive. What's it like? What, what do you enjoy about the holidays and working, um, you know, in the Springs during the holiday season? Well, it's definitely very festive. I mean, they start to put up all the decorations. Everybody gets really into it. I mean, the crowds are, they, they, they start to elevate. There's lots of people, lots of kids, lots of families. So, I mean, it's a good time in Disney Springs. And me, seasonality wise, I love this time of the year. I mean, I've found new variations of pumpkins that I've never worked with in the past. <laughs> Different kinds of heirloom apples and things in this area, specifically to the Southern realms, which are really cool that we've started incorporating into the menu. So I, that, that's kind of one of my things that I like about this area. I mean, it's, it's plus none of that. We just started up a cool seafood program. Like, I've got a guy that brings he brings his truck here on Thursdays and he's got six or seven different coolers of all the seafood that he gets from the coast just in oh, this wow. area. So I just picked up some beautiful red grouper, some U8 scallops, some really nice primo stuff. And he's like, yeah, you check it out if you like it. And everything's been really hands down. It's been nice. Oh, that's awesome. I, could, I couldn't get that in Vegas when I was there. I mean, there wasn't even, <laughs> not, not, too yeah. much, not too much ocean around that area. Yeah. Seafood in. <laughs> so that's, I guess, at least a good benefit of Florida right there, right? Oh yeah. Coast to coast, man. I got it all around. We got it all around. So, so crabs, everything. So do you have specific holiday traditions that you enjoy? What do you do like to do around this time of year? Lots of turkey. This time specifically. We're just getting out of the turkey realm now. Yeah. You know, we started cooking up turkeys yesterday at 5 a.m. and got them rolling for service. And then, you know, that's a, that's pretty much, that's a big tradition for me. I mean, back in Vegas, we, we would cook every restaurant I've ever worked. We'd cook, you know, anywhere from 60 to 70 birds. That's wow. a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of yeah, it's a lot of turkey. <laughs> it's, it's a good time to take a little break from turkey for a couple, for a cool minute. <laughs> so you know, I I love I love the Barn Grill. I know it's one of the newer Wolfgang places in uh, Wolfgang uh, establishments in Disney Springs. I used to love them all though. The um the the, the other one unfortunately just closed recently. The uh, Express. I used to always love that because it was so quick, and you go in and out. And, you know, if you just wanted to get a quick a quick meal, and oh, the yeah. food was always. It was the best quick meal in, the, in all of Disney property. And so now it's the Wolfgang Puck Bar and Grill, which I love too. Uh, I love the bruschetta. It's a hands down, a, 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 my recommendation to anyone that's listening right now, the rigatoni pasta with the bolognese sauce. Oh, yeah. is, it's the best bolognese sauce I've ever had. And I'm coming, and I'm from New York. <laughs> that's a big statement. <laughs> so I'm from New York. And that's that, that, and then the carrot cake and the, the key lime, it's always, it's a toss up whether I get the carrot cake or key lime pie. And if I get one, I try to talk whoever I'm with to get the other so I can get a little bit of both, you know? Yeah, yeah. You got to share it at the table. That's the best thing. <laughs> yeah, right. But let me ask you a question. What would your recommendation, if someone hasn't been there yet, what would you say? You got to try this. You know, I, I personally, I'm right there with you. I, lo- I love the bolognese. That sauce comes from way back when we were putting it together. We had four different kinds of meats. We've got sausage in there. We've got salumi. We've got pork, beef, you name it. It's all in there. It's got a lot of flavor. A little bit of creaminess gives it that Piedmontese mm-hmm. style, which is really nice. Um, we just started up a really nice apple salad, which I, I, I like. I think it's super well balanced. It's got a little pear butter in 
on the bottom. We've got a local burrata that we get from um, some Argentinians that actually make it here in town. They've got a really nice product. Um, the apples are from North Carolina. Like everything's regional. Everything's got a really nice flavor. So it's super balanced and really nice. So, we, we started rolling that too. And that's that seems to be a, a popular one around. Cool, cool. Yeah, and the pizzas are always great too. You guys always make great pizzas, especially again from New York. I'm very picky with my pizzas. <laughs> the the pizzas are you know out of this world. That's and that's the one thing I miss about the Express is the breakfast with the breakfast pizza. I, I uh, that breakfast pizza was like the best breakfast pizza I've ever had on the planet. It was enough for two people, but I'm so greedy that I made it. I made it work for me. You know, <laughs> once you start, you just can't put it down. Yeah, I'm like what are we gonna table <laughs> what do we leave two slices that makes no sense i might as well just stuff it down but it's honestly so but um yeah i mean wolfgang puck obviously is, is it's just a world renowned name everything he does is is like is classic and this in this restaurant right now that you're really like you're in charge of right now i mean it's it's hands down you know one of the best in disney springs people got to check it out oh that's nice i mean wolf actually designed this place around kind of his uh background because he was in the farm in austria and just the whole ambiance of it is really it's really classical i think it's very comforting what um what can we expect from uh, the bar and grill this you know for the holidays? Anything new to the menu? Anything uh, anything seasonal that we can expect? Well, we'll definitely be rolling more and more seasonality. I mean, chestnuts will start to come around. I think we're gonna ride. We'll definitely do a prime rib or something of that nature for Christmas. I mean, the market is so up and down and it's all over. Whatever comes in and has the best quality. Like with our produce vendor, we've got a pretty good get going where if they mm-hmm. they find the best stuff, they kind of shoot it over to us and then we incorporate it into the menu. So it's it's hard to, it's hard to really gauge it. It's just whatever's best at that time is Which- kind of what we do. I mean, we, we'll change the menu daily. That, and that's what's awesome because you know whatever you're going to see on that menu is pretty much going to be always going to be fresh and exciting and it's something different. It's always evolving. And that's that's one of the coolest parts about it. It's not like the same old stale food. It, you're always going to have something kind of new and kind of something to add to it, seasonal. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. I mean, Wolf, when we first came out here to toward the Orlando area, he, he had us go to all the farms. We checked out, you know, Meadows Lake. We checked out all the different farms in the region so we could bring as much of the local climate into the restaurant as possible. So, guys, you got to go check these guys out. Wolfgang Pucks, I mean, you know the name already. Chef Mike Tiva is a, is a masterpiece in the kitchen. Definitely take a look there during this uh, during this holiday season, guys. I know you're going to be in the springs. Check it out. Chef, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate you giving us a few minutes. Yeah. I'll see you soon. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much. Hope- Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you as well. Thank you. All right, guys. So we want to thank all of our special guests today. Chef Corey Hoekstra from CityWorks. Mike Crave from Splitsville Luxury Lanes. Mike Tiva from Chef Mike Tiva from Wolfgang Puck's Bar and Grill, Keenan Parnum from the Art Corner, and Mario Bernal from Haleos for stopping by and, and telling us a little bit of what we can expect this season. I think it's going to be a pretty cool uh, Christmas season, uh, holiday season at, at Disney Springs. A lot of changes to the menus. Uh, it was kind of a cool tidbit from Mike Crave hearing about that they're going to be bringing Snope from, that's usually at Ma- uh, Magic Kingdom. They're going to be having that in Disney Springs. What's, what's your favorite part about the Springs, guys, on the, on the holiday season? I know you guys are usually there on the holiday season, usually. Not this year, unfortunately. I love the trees. A little walk tree display. And oddly, not what you would think for Christmas, but the Coke store. I can see that. I love the Coke store. And uh, they have a lot. You can meet the bear there. They have the digital signage floor. Can walk in and just, mm-hmm. it's just a cool place to get little gifts. And the marketplace is the best. You don't find, they have merchandise that you can't find anywhere. Yeah. I love marketplace and the art store and art of Disney. I- and, and I'm a sucker for the, um, the Snope that they always have at Magic Kingdom. To hear that bringing that to certain areas of, of Disney Springs is really cool too. So um, I guess that's about it. So guys, we'll see you on Friday. My best listeners of the Midwesterners. <laughs> Thank you for stopping hey. by and helping me with this. Have a merry rip roaring day. Oh. And uh, with that, guys, we will see you on Friday. So have a great today, a better tomorrow, and we'll see you soon.